This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. First in a long time, Bradley. Hello, Matthew. Oh, you were traveling, then I was traveling. And I, didn't, then... I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Time traveling. Yeah, was, yeah. There, you go. <laughs> there you go. You were time traveling. Yeah, I know. That's the hardest part about having multiple people on a show. If it's not just yourself or two people, that third variable or yeah. fourth variable. Now all of a sudden, it's just literally throwing a whole bunch of things at the wall and see what sticks. No disrespect to you guys, but if it's a choice between your basement or the Cayman Islands, yeah, I'm going that's to fine. Cayman Islands. Really, really. How does Eric's knee feel about that? Oh, <laughs> my knees are great. <laughs> really, after having to carry her to the hospital, <laughs> my knees. Oh, we got we got a fucking taxi to that. <laughs> she says, "Hun, you want to take the scooter to the hospital?" <laughs> Thank God she doesn't listen. Yeah. Um, no, but we have talked about it, and I mean, obviously since we started the show 12 years ago, 11 years ago, um, our personal lives have changed. I mean, absolutely. Matt, you've got the twins, Mitch, you're traveling for work more than you ever did. Um, but we're going to, we're making contingency plans for next season where we may do like a smaller version of the show when you're out of town, just so we can keep up with the news and everything. Once we get into the season proper. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to effort, to be better and more timely. Um, and it, the, the show may take some, you know, different directions. It may do some single person shows or some like phone in interviews, things like that. Um, it might not be the full crew all the time, um, but we'll see how it goes. So that's all I want to say about that. I'm not going to hold you to it. No, but you know. no, but I'm not going to hold you back either. Let's, let's <laughs> whatever, whatever works because it, it is tough. Yeah. I'll be on, I'll yeah. be honest. It's, it's, well, we're grown think, ass men. Well, and I also think, you know, the good news is there's a lot of new shows and we're going to talk about a new show tonight. Yeah, we are. Um, but also we do cover part of the game that the other shows don't cover. And I think it's important to talk about those things. Um, so I don't know. But let's get into it. Since our last show, we're not going to cover everything. There's no way we can. Well, we could. It'd just be three hours long. Yeah, people love it when we do that. Uh, but we're just going to do some highlights. Uh, <clears throat> let's start off with, let's just do a City 2 sort of season takeaways. What you guys thought of it. Obviously, since our last show, they, they made it to the championship game. They lost. Um, we had a nice watch party at Schlafly. Great watch party. Big thank you to Matt Baker for that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, he and he and Sarah were uh, instrumental in getting the screen and getting everything ready for that. As I was, as you said, traveling for work. Yeah. And uh, they they really came through big on that. So and I, I mean, ups. we did make sort of the best of a bad situation. I don't want to go into a ton of you know conspiracy theory, but you know they changed the start time of the game. I think a lot of us would have tried to make that trip. If it would have been an evening game like originally scheduled, yeah, we we would have had to leave at like four in the morning. Yeah, they moved some it. people did. Yeah, and some people did, and I'm very proud of those guys that did make the trip. Um, but with it being a noon kickoff, we did the best we could. Um, 
eh, shitty penalty, you know, maybe shouldn't have been called, and that did change the trajectory of the game. But let's throw that game out aside. Um, it was a great season. Yeah, hell of a season. Um, for first season in the league, and like we've said before, most of those two teams had existed for several seasons, either in the USL or, or playing in different, you know, smaller leagues. So we really threw together a team pretty damn quickly, and they gelled, and they they accomplished a lot. I've been very understated with the, the MLS thing that's gone on the last three years, Ma- mainly for my own benefit. <laughs> but um, I've, I've, I've one constant I've always said is they've got to win on the pitch, yeah. the results on the pitch. I'll get excited for results on the pitch. And by and large, the team performed very well. And and not only that, I think they did. Trust in Hackworth. Yeah, Hackworth, great coach. I, I think they did also use it the way you're supposed to use a development league. I think they've picked some talent that, I mean, obviously there's a couple guys already signed. There may be a few more before it's all over. They did develop some talent and they did get to bring in some of their new MLS international signings and get them some time. Um, you know, I think they did it pretty damn well. Now we'll see next year. They've got to bring in some people to replace those guys. Uh, I'm sure there'll be guys on that team that even though they were very good, they'll shuffle through to make room for other talent. Like, it, I mean, it's low had, division soccer. But you had in the a States. great season, but obviously we don't see you as a part of the big team in the future. You're getting older. Maybe some of those guys want to go play USL or or find their own place so that, they, they've got to keep that pipeline going and that and that's that's the hard part of soccer yeah is that you'll find a guy and he'll have a great season he'll have a he'll score 15 20 goals in the season the trouble is a bigger team comes in for him you lose him and now you gotta go find another guy it's a <laughs> constant conveyor belt of finding the next guy yeah but again to Lutz's credit Lutz's credit and and this is Hackworth this is Carnell this is all the coaching staff and the sporting side, the academy's doing well too. So they do have a little bit of a pipeline going. Um, but I think all in all, City 2's season, great success. We found a few players that can you know, maybe make the jump to the next level. And we'll talk about some of those in a little bit. But I mean, and then as far as the fans go, I think we met a lot of new fans out at City 2 games. I think obviously there's going to be people who aren't going to come to City 2, but they're excited for the big team. But I think the people that did come out had a good time, either with us because they enjoyed the atmosphere or just there are a lot of really good soccer fans in St. Louis who just enjoy watching quality you know, soccer, and it was quality. So good on the team, good on the players, good on the coaches. And uh, I think it was a nice... Not only for the players to get used to being in the team, I think it was a lot, of, a lot of good time for the fans to kind of get into it. For those who hadn't been to St. Louis FC or, or you know, any of the previous teams in town and the club, because yeah, they've got a lot of things to figure out by February, and it was good training were, wheels. They learned some things, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the other big takeaway from the St. Louis City Two season was our charity du jour. We raised thirty thousand dollars this year. Pretty good for a second division team with, you know, less than their average attendance was less than St. Louis FC's, um, thirty thousand. That included a five thousand gift dollar gift from St. Louis City to match our pride raiser, 
and that included ten thousand from worldwide technology. Our friends Jim and Tom. It's amazing. Even if we raised five grand, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, the, the the amount is irrelevant. The, 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 the cumulative stuff, charity wise, that this group has done in the last half a decade is nothing short of amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I mean, I, I hopefully knock on wood, it keeps going and bigger crowds, a bigger event. Well, it's funny too because we've even got people that are new that are learning about this that are like, oh, well, I've got ideas. Yeah. Like, you know, people are buying into it right away. So I'm, I'm happy to the see. The charity it. du jour, the charity work that the Luligans do begets other, other stuff though. Alexander Groves needed help because yeah. his mm-hmm. wife got We all chipped in. Yeah. I, had a, I had a fundraiser last year for Ewan. He was doing a thing for school. 50 Luligans yeah. threw money at it. For little Ewan and his school fundraiser. Yeah, um, yeah, we don't count all that. Stuff, you know the thieves yeah. stuff yeah. That, that people are just sending boxes to Sarah's house. She probably lo- looks like a hoarder's house. <laughs> you know, the, the the Luligan stuff begets other stuff as well, and, and I think we should. You could tag all that onto it as well. It, it it's it's phenomenal. It yeah. really is phenomenal. But I think a lot of it is is good people find good people. Maybe so. I'm awful. What am I doing? <laughs> but, There's yeah, outliers. But, <laughs> but we've also talked about that before, though. It it gets sort of addictive, and it gets sort of, um, you know, if if people see, oh, we raised a thousand dollars last week. Oh, well, I want to, I want to give next week. I want to be a part of that, and. You know, there's people, feel good. There's yeah. people that come by every time and drop a twenty dollar bill, mm-hmm. or you know, more than that. Some people, um, and then there's people that like, you know, I only got two bucks. Two bucks is, yeah. I love it. Same Whatever. meals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever we do, it, it's a bonus. And you know, I don't know. I think I think people look forward to that little aspect of the tailgate. They it, look forward to dropping their money in the charity bucket. And it's funny too because I, I notice a lot of people even have almost a routine to it. Yeah. They come, they say hello and then they walk over, put it in, and it's like, hey, hi guys. Like yeah. that's like part of their going to a game yeah. is putting in the money and having the or back and forth. Yeah, I buy a sticker, I pop my beer and I put two dollars in the charity yeah. bucket. Yeah. yeah. It's just like part of, you know, like I put my shirt on, then yeah. I put my socks on. So Thank you to everybody again for your donations. And I mean, that's a big part of what we do and, and it's a thing that we can be proud of. So thank you. Um, other news that came about, uh, Centene stadium is no longer Centene stadium. <laughs> I never called it that to begin with. <laughs> well, and I will continue to not call it. Centene stadium. Well, there you go. It's now city park. Um, which I mean, I like better, just much better. Um, but the whole Centene thing, it, not much to say. Centene is pulling out of a lot of their deals across the country. Um, An the, insider at Centene let me know okay. that the new CEO, after the previous shenanigans, mm-hmm. the new guy is all about rehabbing the image and tightening the ship. That we're not just throwing money at everything. Yeah. We're not just, you know, basically running around with like chickens with our heads cut off. It's going to be a focused, determined company. Yeah, and I mean, they've we've heard that they're also going to be pulling their shirt sponsor from the sleeve sponsor from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a St. Louis thing, but also ultimately, I mean, if you want to look at this the right way, you got to figure there was a buyout clause, a penalty had to be to pull out. Had to be. So they were getting between five and seven million dollars a year from Centene for these naming rights. So they got and it was a, how many years? It was a fifteen fifteen year. Deal. year so yeah. So, but you got to figure they at least got 
the first couple years paid for with that without penalty, you know. Yeah. So say they got say they just got five million. So they got paid for this year for their for the naming rights, and they get to do it again next year, and they get to sell them next year, yeah. and maybe next year it's six million a year. Yeah, I mean, depending on what the team does and how popular it is, but I, we know it's going to be sold out. We know people are going to want to be in the business. So I mean, you know, people were like worried that oh my, that's the long term revenue source, and we maybe have less to spend <laughs> on players. Actually, we still got the money, and we get to sell it again. Yeah, the 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 issue is everyone's going to call it City Park. Yeah. Everyone's going to call it City Park. Let's say... Sava Center, Keel Center, Enterprise Center. But the bonus... Well, that's it. Yeah. Who, who, if, if, the bonus of being the first one is you brand it. Yeah, and, and you, you could call Arsenal Stadium the Fish and Chips F, uh, Stadium next yeah. year. Everyone will still call it the Emirates. Right. You know... I do think with... Will, will we continue to call it City Park... No matter what after this, because you think, just get used to it. I think we will, but I think they have an opportunity, and if they're smart, they'll do something like City Park sponsored by Purina or City Park sponsored by whatever. It, City what, Park I, at Brad Stadium. The identity will be City Park, but you're going to see that company's name in print every time it you know comes up. Like You're right. It, I mean, we still call... Riverport, Riverport. Right. And I don't even know what it is. It's some casino now. Hollywood Casino? Might be Hollywood. But know. it's, had it's like, Riverport. It's had three it doesn't names matter. It's Riverport. since then, but I still call it Riverport. It's Riverport. So, yeah, they're going to call it City Park. And if Centene would have kept the name, it would have been Centene for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, we got the money and we get to sell the rights again. So, I think it's a good bit of business. And we again, could just we could just stack on sponsors after sponsor. You remember, like a, 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 a soccer Fenton, park, it was, yeah. It was like the, the Paul Duca Field at Marshall Wireless Toyota Stadium soccer yeah. park. Yeah, Toyota, Toyota, well, Toyota they, Field. They sold the field. They sold the stadium. They sold the press box. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> and that happens. That's just professional sports. But I mean, I I don't mind City Park, and I actually like the little icon they use. That's kind of looks like the stadium the from overhead. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Um, so good for them. I don't care. Um, but I, I, politics aside, I like the clean city park rather than corporate name for a stadium. I mean, you think of all the iconic St. James's Park, yeah. you know, Bush, well, Bush Stadium is a little bit different, but. Yeah. but Anfield. Anfield yeah. is Anfield. But, right. but you did have Highbury and they got rid of that. And like you said, it's the Emirates. But now. they would not have renamed Highbury the Emirates. No, no. They no, would not have said, right. you know, they would not have pulled a, a Mike Ashley and said, it's sports directed. Right, they, they, right, they would, right. You know, the, the, yeah. you know and to, they're not going to rename Old Trafford. As much as I've bashed, I'll bash the Glazers. Yeah. For I'm surprised money. they haven't. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't gone done that and, and yeah. FSG haven't done it with Anfield. And let's not say it with, with Anfield because they are selling the team. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. They could, you know, rename it. I, I'd be, I'd be shocked. Oh, absolutely. May, you, you know, don't want to piss we, off we, a bunch we, of scousers. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> what would you do if you won that billion dollars? Oh well, yeah. I'd buy on films in it from <laughs> Maggot Farm. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk a, a little bit more about the stadium. Um, We've, we've all kind of done our tours. Matt, you didn't get to go on the tour, but we took your son on the tour. Right. <laughs> uh, Mitch and I, every 10 minutes, we're like, hey, where's he going? <laughs> do, you, do you have an eye on the boy? I'm surprised he wasn't out running on midfield, you know, doing a slide or something. But uh, 
in addition to the stadium, which is coming along and it is actually going to open next week, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the biggest news about the stadium is they're starting to announce the food partnerships. And most people don't probably care, but we are large boys and we like to eat. And it's kind of cool. They've said all of the food vendors are actually going to be local in the stadium. Now, I mean, I'm sure they'll still have like nachos a hot dog stand and, yeah. and a nacho stand. Well, yeah. Hot dog. Well, yeah. You can get Steve's hot dogs. That's right. Um, but they're slowly rolling this out. I think so far they've announced Steve's hot dogs, which we know and love. Uh, Steve Ewing from The Urge. He's a longtime soccer fan. He I wonder if to, he'll do the Luligan dog. <laughs> yeah, the Luligan dog's maybe back on the table. But also he used to come to Soccer Park and sing the national anthem for yes, St. Louis FC. I mean, Steve is a soccer fan, so that's great. Um, in addition to that, we've got uh, Beastcraft, their pork steak sandwich. Mm-hmm. I've been to the restaurant and had the pork steak, and it is life-changing. Yep. So I can't wait to have this pork steak sandwich at the stadium. Um, they've. Uh, you better not have a white jersey. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about that. Uh, a couple of Jared Crafts uh, restaurants. Obviously, he's in charge of the picking these restaurants, so that's a no-brainer. Um, and Balkan Treat Box is the other one they've announced so far, which I have not had, but a lot of my friends have. And they say it's just unbelievable. So, and that makes sense with the Bosnian community, you know, get a little bit of uh, that flavor in. So I'm interested to see the other restaurants they add, but I think they said it's going to be like 25 local restaurants that will be featured at the park. What would you like to see, Brad? You know, here's my thing. I'm, I'm an Italian food guy. But that doesn't necessarily transfer to... Spaghetti on a stick. Yeah. I mean, I like Zia's. Like, Zia's is one of my favorite restaurants. But, yeah, I don't think seafood ravioli is good to have, you know... <laughs> a Zia salad. Yeah. I mean, I love the Zia salad, but, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's tons of great restaurants. Chicken House. I would like Chicken Out. I mean, Southern... Oh, yeah. Their, and their food truck. I mean, I like to think of the food truck places. So, oh, you got, taco like, and... Soul Taco. You got... Locos tacos with their uh, oh, fries, the fries. Um, I mean, just there's so many good food trucks in yeah. St. Louis. So the London, the London Tea Rooms moving next door to the stadium. I'm going to sit there with a little china pot <laughs> and a doily with a sandwich on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I didn't have it in my notes, but big news this week: uh, Amsterdam Tavern is opening up a another location. Very close to the stadium, so it makes sense that's exciting. Them. It makes sense for them. That's I mean, perfect. They, yeah, it really does. That you know, th- there needs to be more definitely say, soccer bars in St. Louis. Yeah, but I wouldn't trust anyone else to run it as well as them. No, honestly, yeah. they, they have nailed it. And from the picture, I mean, we don't have details or anything yet, but from the picture, it looks like it's kind of on that north side of the stadium, uh, maybe pretty close to Schlafly. So. That opens up some fun tailgate opportunities mm-hmm. to do some joint things, but even if not, I mean, there will be people that go there for their tip, for their pregame stuff or postgame stuff. Um, you know, there's tons of soccer. I didn't fans. even think about postgame. Yeah, I mean, and I got my fingers crossed. You can't see it on the podcast, but I hope it's bigger. I hope it's bigger than the original location, so they so they can have bigger watch parties and things. So they like have more that. than one bathroom. So I don't like get claustrophobic when there's a big game because there is no better place in the whole city to watch a game. But when it's a big game, first of all, you have to get there like two hours before it starts to get in. 
I mean, there's been many a time when I've gone to Amsterdam and there's a line and it's one out, one in. So you can't even get in to see the game. <laughs> 20 minutes before a World Cup game, someone texts you and says, hey, save us a seat. Right. Like, are you on drugs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or just, I mean, not even a World Cup, just like a big U.S. men's national team game. Mm-hmm. Or um, Boxing Day. Or Boxing, boxing yeah. Day or, or just a big rivalry day. Like, it is just packed, which makes the atmosphere amazing. But if you can't move, yeah, it's not as well. Amazing. And it's just, like Sarah is like, y- you just better pee your pants because if you get up to walk to the bathroom, you're never getting back to yeah. your spot. <laughs> um, but again, no better place to watch it atmosphere-wise. So I'm so happy that they've got another location, and it will be close to the stadium because they should be a part of the new team. But also, if the game starts at three o'clock on a Sunday, you're gonna have a an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock EPL game, probably yeah. a Spanish game, and a German game, and then you're rolling, you're fast rolling up to one thirty, yeah. and that's an hour and a half before a 3 o'clock Sunday game. So, I mean, you can you can um, spend your mornings. There's not going to be Sunday games. So. Well, Saturday. So, Saturday, Saturday yeah. Sunday, whatever, yeah. the, the Apple TV. But you don't have, then you don't have to drive from Tower Grove. Correct. Yeah. You can walk right across the street to the stadium. It's yep. perfect. I mean, yep. uh, for, for an all-day sesh, yeah. it'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And now, you know, we've talked about, like, the tailgates, and we've got a relationship with Schlafly, and Schlafly has been in the Luligan business for a long time, and it fits. Um, but there are other groups, and I'm, I would be absolutely shocked if some group doesn't say, look, Amsterdam is our pregame party, and then they can come and meet us wherever we meet up and do the march you know what i mean like cincinnati the different groups have different bars and then they join together for the march so so you've got that you've got beffa's down the street a little bit that people like beffa's and then the new place the pitch tavern or whatever it is i mean seems a little corporate seems a little whatever but i'm sure people will like it and want to go there so you've got some good places now because we need that whole area around the stadium to have good places to go. Well, for, it'll be vibrant too. Yeah, like and, it'll be a, you know something that makes for good advertising and and different families coming down that you know want to grab a bite before the game or whatever. Oh, and the other cool thing is about these food stalls. A lot of them open up to the outside of the stadium too. Yeah. So you get down there to Lufius Plaza early for the game. You can get something to eat there. Lufius <laughs> Plaza. Well, after we were just naming things, called, I know yeah. it's just funny. But again, Lou Fuse is another company who's been heavily invested in soccer in St. Louis, so I give them a pass. My seat is brought to you by Venify, my employer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, so yeah, excited about the food. We're, you know what I really want? <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. That's the most understated fucking thing I've ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> we are excited about the food. Well, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> but I'm also excited. You know what I want Gerard Kraft to do next? I want him to do an episode of his City Flavor YouTube show on the beer. I want him to showcase some of the local beers that are going to be in the supporter section bar. Because we looked at that bar and did our little tour, and Caleb assured us it's the biggest bar in the whole stadium. Yep. Because they anticipate at halftime you've got 15 minutes. So you've got 3,000 people. (laughs) And they want to get them all a beer or two. The limit's two. Yes. So... Um, but they've got it all set up and they, and I'm excited to see how the technology works because they've, they've got the pre-order stuff where you can log into the app, you know, it's getting close to halftime. I want to grab 
you know, this food, that food, and a couple beers. And by the time you get there, it's ready to pick up. They've got the coolers underneath the stand that'll have stuff yep. in it. They're going to have one of those, uh, I call it Amazon Go yeah. locations where, you, you know, you walk in, you turn on your app. It knows that it's you. You take, you know, a, a, a water. Basically and a, a self-serve yeah, area. Yeah. yeah. And it'll bill to your card on your app or whatever it is. And I also, if you don't drink beer, which there are a few people in our group that don't drink beer. It's a Pepsi place. Well, but in addition to that, if you buy like the souvenir cup, you know, that you can buy, that's an expensive cup, but there are soda fountains throughout the stadium. If you've got that cup, you can just go back and refill it what? as much as you want. The water, they have the water bottle filling stations too. That too that. I mean, bottles of water aren't cheap at games. So and it's going to be St. Louis summer. Yeah. Yeah. For real. You know, you know, it, there's we've 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 done this for 12 years. Standing yeah. in the heat and soccer in the middle of the summer, you know, switching to water is not a bad idea. So all these things, especially after morning, <laughs> so all these things are, are great. And we're going to get to try some of them out next Wednesday. Bayer Leverkusen is opening the stadium against City 2. 2. City 2, not the main team. Um, but we are going to have. The the MLS signing so far will play with filled in with City Two players, and Bayer Leverkusen's got a few guys. I think Baker said there's seven of them that will be at World Cup duty for various countries. Um, but uh, the majority of their team will be here, and that will officially christen City Park Stadium. And I'm excited to go. You guys? Yes. Matt? Yeah. <laughs> if I can go because the wife's working Aww. that night but I've got tickets yeah. so I'm going to figure it out I mean you might be on you and duty again because <laughs> I got but you and might be on Mitch duty that's true <laughs> you and might be on Mitch duty but I've got I got extra I got one extra because Alex me and yeah. you and we're, yeah. are going to go it might just be Alex and you and yeah. but I'm going to try and figure something out with the boys. It is going to be fun. I think it's, I mean, it's close to a sellout and there's some consternation. The prices maybe were a little high. I mean, I think the supporter section was, was fine. It was 20 bucks and I think an $8 fee, which that's not the team's fault. That's seat geek. You know, everybody's got to get their cut. Um, some of the more premium seats were a lot more. And some of them had a lot more fees. Like the fees escalated. Yeah, the, <laughs> the more the, you paid. Surely a slight the, the fee for I, I like if it's an eight dollar service fee for my ticket, it oh, should have been. Slight, it's a sliding scale, but it should have been an eight dollar fee for the hundred dollar ticket. ticket, right? Right. But it it definitely you can afford to up. pay more for a ticket. You can pay. You can afford to pay more they for did, fees. They did gouge a little bit, and there was some consternation also about when the tickets came out. Each account holder could buy four. So I have one season ticket. I was allowed to buy four tickets to that game. Mm -hmm. I have another friend who got together with his buddies. They have eight tickets in their group because they all wanted to sit together because they've got seats. But they could only get four. But they could only get four because there's only one account. Mm -hmm. To the team's credit, they did come out after that, and they, they provided an amnesty period where you could... You know, say us three had six tickets together. We could split say we could split it into, split two it into two. yeah. So that's good. That will solve that problem in the future. Um, so at least the team is 
looking at things and trying to make them better. I had mixed feelings on this whole thing because I understand, you know, I'm, I'm paying for a ticket. I, you know, there's eight of us. We should yeah. get eight. I totally understand that. But the other part of it is, too, is that I know a lot of these people, if you had, and I'm, I'm going to go line tickets like it's the 90s yeah. and we're buying concert tickets. If I have line ticket number three and you have line ticket number 70, oh, yeah. Brad, come buy your tickets with me. We'll get better seats. Yeah. So there is a little bit of, you know, I don't, but, I don't but think too I don't many think, people gamed the system that way. I don't either, but I'm just saying yeah. is that there was a there there is a bene, there was a benefit going together yeah. on a lot of things. Well, to me it so, was more it wasn't so much the supporter section. It was the seats because like Matt, you got seats. And if I would have decided I wanted to get seats and I wanted to sit with you and I couldn't guarantee I would be able to pick the seats next to Matt, mm-hmm. I might have said, "Well, let's go together. I'll pay you for two of you get four, I'll pay you for two. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to things like, let's say you get a free Apple MLS package subscription. Right. You only get, that's only one. You only get one. Yeah. So I wouldn't have got it. Correct. Um, any of the little perks that come up, they usually offer it to the account holder. But that's, and, and that was the thing that I was trying to explain to some people is that Dan Dawson and I split yeah. St. Louis Blues tickets. One, one last year they had uh cup ring giveaway and yeah. it was a really nice replica we only got one right. one account right that's his you no, know that's yeah. you know it's his name that's what's going on well that's... and i don't think people were like hey we'll get into sort of the best fans in baseball version <laughs> of soccer but most people i didn't see people like complaining like screaming at the club they're like oh if i would have known this would have happened or it wasn't explained to me i i didn't see a lot of vitriol it was just like oh they should really Think about this. <laughs> Don't go on Reddit. Then. Well, I th- but I also think if if it had sold out within ten minutes, they might have had a point. But yeah. it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Right. It ended up not being that. That big was the other part right. about it too. It's that big picture. The one thing, but you didn't know at the time. Right. Yes, we thought it was going to sell out immediately. The one thing that I was a little disappointed on when they announced this, and still is that, for example, non-supporter section people can buy in the supporter section for Wednesday. Yeah, I did, and, yeah, <laughs> I, I know, and then yeah. vice versa. When you bought tickets, I could I could have bought the hundred dollar seats if I wanted right. to. Well, that's what I was just going to say. You could have bought his seats, right. which isn't fair either. You know, it's like yeah, there were people who wanted to buy their their seats, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's kind of you know, there's some of that probably could have been figured yeah. out beforehand. The, but, the the only the only way they can do that is you get. A three-day grace period. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You buy your tickets after these three days. Yeah, it's, they, it. so it's on the block. Yep. And any, you know, well, that, well, and I also think, but that's get, what, again, that's what the Blues do for playoffs. I you have that, until X date to put in for your playoff tickets. I mm-hmm. think they get a little bit of a grace period too because it's not a city one game. No, it's a test drive. It's a city two game. True. True. So very true. There's there's yeah. kind of that too, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think there were some hiccups, but I think the team addressed some no, I, of them. I agree. There are things that I would have liked them to do better, yeah. but again, the, this is why they're doing this. It's a learning, you know, this is the, the dry run. All right. They Speaking don't... of things the team could have done better. Oh God. Let's talk about the kit. All right. <laughs> now, before we start, I'm not complaining because we can talk. About oh, co- wait, when you get to me, I will. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a problem with the team doing a blind pre-sell. I'm not going to buy it sight unseen. That's just me. Now, I fully acknowledge 
I'm eventually going to buy the kit because yep. it's the first kit. I want it. There's a good chance I buy it Wednesday after I see it. Exactly. I just principally I'm against giving you a hundred dollars and Sight I've never unseen. seen it. That's all I would say. <laughs> I'm getting it for you and for Christmas. Yeah. No matter if they did a blind sale, an yeah. open sale, I'm getting it for you and for Christmas. Right. So it, it Ultimately, long story short, it's irrelevant. Right. The f- what it comes down to for me, and I've defended the club on the, I, I've defended the club so far on the state of City Two, and the tickets issue. Yeah. I, I I have no problem with it. this. I have a little problem with, because at the end of the day, if it comes between a choice between clout online, and the the, the best thing for the fans, they're going to choose the clout. And that's my issue. Okay, here's here's one thing I'll interject into it that I heard this argument that the reason they did it this way was to avoid leaks because if they if they got them in and put it up like like the club doesn't have the jerseys yet they're still. They know what it looks like, obviously. It's an Adidas's hand still. But if but if they were all out at Rally House and they're waiting for the 16th to release them, we know just because it happened last year in Charlotte, some guy that works at Dick's is going to put them out on the shelf. My son would have when he right. worked there would have been, right. "Hey, Dad, guess oh, yeah. what we got?" A guy in the stockroom was going to do it or whatever. Which I I but, don't care. But, but here's the other thing about that too is that like when there's a video game release, yeah, Amazon ships it on Tuesday, right, so right. you have it on Thursday, right? right. You know, so no, I get it, but we know Seebeck's been very. Oh God, I don't want it to leak online. Sure. I don't, you know, like the like but, they held the they held the crest in the name, and they didn't have any leaks. Like, yeah, that was well that's done. a point. That's a point of pride for oh, absolutely. their their marketing department or At whatever. Hundred percent. I think my thing is is that don't expect me to put a hundred bucks or a hundred and seventy or whatever yeah. the authentic is, which. I'm not going to because we know it's not going to fit yeah. uh, most of us. Yeah, the the double X is a size medium. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but my thing is, don't expect me to hand you a hundred bucks sight unseen. You can say a deposit of thirty bucks, yeah. or you can say reserve it, and you know you can come pick it up and pay for it. Just saying. Hundred bucks now for you to have it. It felt a little like you're taking me for granted. Yes. Now I don't know that that was their intention, but that's what it felt like to the me. The leak. I'm not buying the leak thing. I mean, I'm not buying it. Well, no. I mean, I'm just saying that. No, no. I know you, that was. I'm not saying that heard, is but, the but reason. I, I am buying that because you can just say, "Here's the kit." Before Rally House and everyone's got it, here's the kit. Yeah. Pre-sale sixteenth. They could have done that. Yeah. I mean, for me. All, all, all the the nonsense about inclusivity and want to be a community team, and there's a, you know, if it's a choice between PR clout yeah. and the best thing for the fans, they're gonna pick the clout. Well, but I think it, I think this might backfire on them though, because everything they've done so far, they've announced we sold out season tickets faster than any other MLS team. We sold more merch on day one than any other MLS team. We sold more this than any because no one's got any pink stuff. But That's why <laughs> but. If they would have showed a picture of the jersey, they'd have had a lot more pre-orders and they could have announced it's the best-selling kit in MLS history. I don't know if they're going to get this because I saw a lot of people online just saying, look, I'll probably buy it, but I'm not giving, I'm not giving you $100, which, again, $100, that's a that's a jump up from last year's MLS prices. Adidas is 
going to gouge a little bit because yeah. every other corporation is gouging in today's Well, I mean, when we world. bought when we bought FC jerseys, they were Nike and sixty five bucks. Well, but and even, obviously it's a different league. But we but even we, we got a discount though because we were season ticket. But even this. even MLS they, they were around eighty. We got a discount. But even MLS jerseys in the past weren't a hundred. Right. They were eighty. Right. I, I just think hit, it's I just as, think it's the price gap. As soon as you hit that three digit number, it's a bigger p- decision. Perception changes. Yeah. I, I'm going to raise something else here, and this is an MLS issue. And that the pricing is an Adidas and MLS issue. It's not yes, a club. Absolutely, 110 percent. MLS jerseys are shite. Yeah, <laughs> they are shite because MLS also releases the Parlay jerseys halfway through the season, and they have the LGBT warm up jerseys. Yeah. So they know you're going to buy the first home jersey because you yeah. woo. And then, oh, that new part, that that parlay jersey yeah. is sweet. I'm the gonna pride have oh, and then the pride. Yeah. So you end up buying three jerseys. Yeah. When if the first one is a knockout, yeah, that's the only one you're gonna have. Here's the but other. They, th- they, I, here's the other thing. A lot of people are putting a lot of stock into. They're not gonna fuck up the first jersey. <laughs> well, I'm not saying there's a red collar that will disagree. Well, that's uh, I like. That's jersey. neither here nor there. My point is, the team only has so much influence. Adidas templates MLS jerseys. MLS and Adidas do... Now, you do get a little bit more freedom sometimes, and I think they will give them a little bit. But look at Charlotte's first ever jersey. There was nothing, there was nothing special it, it about was it. Mayonnaise blonde, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't it? It yeah. wasn't bad, but it was, it was an Arsenal jersey, but it was blue instead of red. Yeah. I mean, fine jersey. I probably would have bought it if I was a Charlotte fan. I'm not saying it's ugly, but I'm not counting on... They were safe. And I'm not counting on ours. And I don't think it was Charlotte's idea. Mm-mm. I think it was Adidas and MLS said, here's what we're doing. So I I trust our guys to have given good input to Adidas. But what Adidas presented them at the end of those input sessions, you don't know. Like it very, I hope, I hope it's got something. I hope it's got a pattern. I hope it's got a, a texture. I hope it's got something unique. But it could just be a city red shirt. And you don't know. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay. That's but, okay too because. But it may not be city red. Okay. It may be blue. So here's here's the key. It, it could be gray. Honest to God, yeah. the mo- it could be. They could do white. They could do like uh, the Galaxy and be a white home team. But there's also nothing wrong with just a standard, no. solid. Okay. Shirt. No. Okay. No, then here's a conspiracy theory. Then <laughs> they didn't show it because it is basic, and they don't think people will be excited to buy it. So they got a bunch of people to buy in on the blind presale. That's possible. I mean, I, I would hope again, not. I'm saying that's a not. conspiracy theory. I'm not but saying again, that's true. You're going for clout yeah. and not for what's the best thing for the fans. And I, the more I think about it, and you know, if I'm on that fan council and I see this, I think I've wasted 18 months of my fucking time going on fan council. Well, I mean, because at the end of the day, that was always bit a, a bit of a dog and pony. It show. was. It was, but. Again, if, if, if there's a chance for PR spin and there's a chance to do the best thing for the fans, this PR spin is going to win out every time. But that, that's, MLS that's MLS as a whole. Yeah. I mean, that's not just these guys. And that's, that's my MSL. problem with MLS. Yeah. Oh, agreed. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well documented. Speaking <laughs> of which, like, there is a fan, fan council tonight and um, or a supporters workshop. Yeah. Whatever. They name them different things. But, like, I've seen people talking Doing online. Doing crafts? Yeah. Well, I've seen people talking online. Oh, tonight we're going to do this, this, and this. And I was like, no, you're not. This is an event at the stadium where they're going to show you the supporter section and they're going to say, here's your bar. And I mean, they may have free beer or they may have, you know, some 
samples of food or whatever, but you're not, the team doesn't do supporter things. The team pro- provides an app. Facilitates. Uh, well, they, they provide a, a platform for it, but like people are like, we're going to talk about chance tonight. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> if you want to talk about chance, you go talk to the Florida noise boys. Well, and they may, cause they're going to be there or but... they, yeah, they, I mean, I'm not saying it won't be part of it, right. but the team does not issue here. Edicts. Here yeah. are the chants you shall do. Um, the team takes their ideas that people give and they filter them out to, you know, the different people. But I mean, these are, these are fun events for people to it's, go to. It's networking. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's fan network. And you can meet some other fans and you maybe click with them and you know, maybe that's great. You know, maybe if you and I don't know anybody, yeah, and we bought in the supporter section because it looks like fun. It'll be perfect. Yeah, it's a great chance to go meet somebody. Well, and I know Sam will be there. Speaking of Florida right. noise, and I, what I'm hoping is people ask those questions, and then they can say, "Oh, well, here's Sam. You can talk to Sam." Or there will be other Luligans there who, well, tell me more about the Luligans, and somebody there will answer those questions. And the team is great for that, putting the people together and maybe answering some questions people have about the supporter culture, but. I don't know. I'm excited about Wednesday because then it's real. Mm-hmm. Like you'll get to see the supporter section in action. Well, let's actually back up though. Okay. Cause we keep talking about the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is something going on before the game. There is something going on before the game. And that, that, that cannot be ignored, Brad. No, you it, cannot, it shouldn't, you cannot just push it to the side. You can't piss on hospitality. No, you cannot. And who are the most <laughs> hospitable people we know? Our friends at Schlafly. Yes. Well, that's not true because Libby's pretty hospitable. Yeah, but so, Schlafly's pretty good. Yeah, so we will be shutting down Twenty First Street, aka St. Luligan Street, and it will be the tailgate that we planned on for the uh, <laughs> the playoff game. Essentially, It'll, yeah. You know, uh, we'll have the trailer there. We'll have merch. We'll have uh, the new and improved trailer. Oh yes! If you haven't seen it, it looks beautiful. The tailgate posse got it wrapped. It looks amazing. It's in uh, official city pink colors. That's right. Well, well designed. Well, good looking. You'll know it's ours. Uh, Schlafly, our good friends, will be selling their fine beverages. They're going to have bratwurst and pretzels for you to munch on. Hand hand friendly foods. Yes, because that's what you do. You go buy your hot dog, or you go buy your bratwurst. You go buy your beer. You have two hands. Yes. I do want to mention, though, if, you, if you're if you wanting like a full meal, you can go in yes. at Schlafly, sit down, and then come out and finish your party with us. And they will have the inside open, too. So, like, if, you know, if you're getting tired of standing and you need to go sit yeah. at, at the bar or you need to use the restroom, very important. Yes. You know, you there use may, the restrooms there, inside. There may be, do we know, is there going to be porta potties outside? No. no just inside. Okay. But that's okay. It worked again, out fine last time. Dry run. This yeah. is all just a dry run. We're figuring it out. Um, in addition to that, there's going to be, what was I just going to say? My, it totally left my mind. Um, I was talking about, you could go inside and sit down at the restrooms. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, so the, the kit, if you did pre-order the kit, you can go pick it up at Lufus Plaza <laughs> at noon. They're starting there at noon. They're going to have some stuff out there. Our party starts at four. So. We know it's a weekday. We know a lot of people are working. Um, if you can get out of work a little bit early, please come down, park somewhere near Schlafly, and join us on 21st Street right outside of Schlafly. Um, if you want to go pick up your jersey first, that's cool too. You know, have have some fun there. Come over to our party, have some fun, have a few beers. 
uh, and then we're going to march into the stadium together. I do not think Schlafly will be doing the parking for no the, gift card because this is a we- unique moment. Yeah, it's a weeknight game. It, Things are always a little weird. Staffing's a little bit difficult. So, uh, but there are other parking lots around Plenty. Schlafly and street parking. Street parking. Um, People will be leaving to leaving work to get away from it. Unlike the last game, there won't be a Blues game. Um, you can park at Union Station. I mean, it's not that far away. It's like right across the stadium on the other side. Yeah. Uh, plenty of places to park downtown. I know people always worry about it, and I'm that guy. I like I like to know where I'm going to park. I like to have a plan. But trust me, there's there's plenty of places to park. And I'm going in, to the Blues game tomorrow night. I already know where I'm planning on parking. People in St. Louis panic when they have to drive into the city and park. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. It'll be totally fine. There's going to be 22,000 people there. Be patient. It's going to be beautiful. Um, maybe if you get if you want to come to the tailgate party first and then peel off and go pick up your jersey on the way in, you can do that. They are going today they announced they are going to be selling jerseys. There was some concern that if you didn't pre-order, you wouldn't be able to get the jersey. You'll be able to buy it at the game. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see people go pick up their jerseys and come to the tailgate party. Wearing them. So we can see them up close. And yeah. we can touch them to see if they you know, have the texture. We or, might have to send somebody over and get art. And, get awesome. <laughs> and we can, they'll have, somebody will have the authentic and somebody will have the replica. And you can compare the two. And uh, I do want to mention though, Soccer Master did tweet today. They are getting the jerseys. They won't have them Wednesday. Uh, but I'm going to buy my jersey from Soccer Master eventually. Just because... They're they, good friends. They always give like gift cards to us when we're doing a raffle or if we're having an event, they'll come out and be a part of it. I want to reward Soccer Master and they'll probably be able to do personalization. Um, I don't know if you're picking your jersey up on Wednesday. I don't think they'll have the heat presses outside to do personalization. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. That'd be cool. Um, but I want to get my St. Louisan Zero on the on the new kit. That would be pretty cool. That's what I got to do. So I will say, just as a heads up, looking at the weather, it's going to be cooler next week. It's going to be in the mid <laughs> mid forties. It's a high on Wednesday. It's looking like so. You know, bundle come, up come smart. before you drop him off. <laughs> tomorrow is the last cycling day of the year. Yeah, pretty much seventy seven tomorrow, yeah. and then like forty nine Friday. Oh, Thursday's supposed to be nice. Mitch, oh, today's yeah. To, tomorrow sorry. is Thursday. I'm, I'm lost. Sorry, days Mitch, have no meaning anymore. I. I I'm going to say this on the pod. It, it may not be happening, but it's something that might be happening. No, it's not happening? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm just scared. Uh, no, our friend Dave Lang, he released a new book, uh, the new version, I should say, of Soccer Made in St. Louis. Excellent book. Mitch has one in there. I was pawing through it, you know, with my greasy fingers earlier, ruining its street value. Great pictures from Sarah in there, by the way. Great pictures from Sarah. There's a thing on the Luligans. There's, there's stuff on AC St. Louis. There's stuff on St. Louis FC. Our friend Lindsey Kennedy Eversmeyer has a section in there. Um, just just tons of good stuff. And then it does have the story of how we got to here with the new St. Louis City SC. Dave might be at Schlafly signing books that day. I don't know if that has been decided yet. Um, but if he if he is, that'd be a great place to pick up that souvenir too. So that might be part of the tailgate. The book is phenomenal. It's I a mean, great book. I have the first, you should get it anyway. But. I had the first edition, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get the second one. Then I saw what he was putting into yeah. it. It's like, yes, I have to. Uh, he talked to several of us. Like I said, Sarah's pictures, stuff from Lindsay. Talked to Alan Ball at great length. There's a lot of yeah. conversations in there with Jay. So we so will be. It's good. We will be updating on on social media to let you know if he will be there. But that'd be another thing, cool thing to pick up that day if he is. So. 
Um, do we? What do we have next, Brad? Um, we're gonna go into the World Cup stuff and expansion draft and a couple other things. We're gonna cool. Take a break. So we'll take a break then because we're already at forty-five minutes. We're cruising here today, right. so we'll take a break. What's up? This is Freddie Adu. For the best soccer coverage in St. Louis, check out the This Is Silly podcast. It's good. It's real good. Our good friend Freddie Adu there. Yeah, he likes us. He in vacuums. <laughs> um, and finished third division teams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he made good money playing finished third division. You good know for what? him. That's, God bless him. Just pros, man. I still contend if he hadn't been called the next Pele when he was 13 years old, mm-hmm. great career, great career, fine career. Yep. Uh, did great things. But anyway, um, coming up this week. So now we've, we've, we've ended the MLS season. LAFC won the cup. We are now officially a team. We are now officially a team. We are in football manager. We are football manager. It, it, yeah. It, it came available yesterday. I downloaded it cause I have Apple arcade with nice. our new phones and, I immediately went to MLS. We don't have, we're not usable. Yeah. But we are listed. Um, we do have, they've opened the transfer window. I think it closes again tomorrow to, to block off the expansion draft. Uh, we've signed Jared Stroud from, from Austin and Azil. I can't think of his last name. Minnesota. Minnesota. The, he, he torched us in the first game. Very, very talented young man. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see if he's got what it takes at the next level. Minnesota is mad, so yeah, that's a good sign a, for it's us. It's a good pickup. Their fans really liked him. And sa- the same could be said for uh, Jared Shroud that we picked up from Austin. I really I really like that in- international roster spot guy. <laughs> well, quality player. But we had to give up Gam. I know. And I think Gam, to see Gam go. I know what? I think Gam I had a lot of hope for Gam. Did, did the UP, did the, the Brinks guy look up at the <laughs> fucking store and uh, with a suitcase full of Gam? Full of Monopoly money. <laughs> Um, do you know Pasco? Yeah, it's it, it's like in Pulp Fiction. You open up the briefcase and it just shines. You know, it's, it's like Dumb and Dumber when you open it, open it, get a bunch of IOUs in there. Yeah. that's what it's like. But it was, I feel, when we legit became an MLS team. Yep, that's the when, moment that when we, we announced the threshold. that we traded Gam for an international roster spot. That was the moment we became. That's ready. that's what I've been waiting for. Um, I'm gonna miss that game. But also, people. Some people are like, "Thank God we still have Tam." Some people are like, kind of up in arms, like, "Oh, this we picked up a kid from Minnesota too, and and Jared Stroud didn't even play for Austin." These are depth pickups, guys. These aren't starters. They'll be they'll they'll be on loan at RGV next year. <laughs> You've got a 25 man roster or whatever it is they, you have to fill. Yeah, up. and these they don't worry about it. So something to think about though. The expansion draft is coming up. That's on Friday. We don't know officially who's going to be available. Teams don't announce that until Thursday. Um, I did see uh, Stewart sent me a message. Alec Khan will be available. That'll be nice. Here's here's the thing. He's about- doing great things in Cincy. Yeah. Honest to God, I, Cincy had a really good season this year. I, I, I stopped hate watching them, which is sad <laughs> for me, but good for Cincy. And yeah. it's good for Noonan. Alec Khan... Had a really here's, good season. Here's the thing about the expansion draft, and and if you've if you've ever watched NFL or NHL, you know this is what happens in expansion drafts. You're going to get a lot of players left unprotected because they haven't done anything. They're young or they're old, and they're and they're on the way down. But you're going to have some contract situations where a team 
they may since he may really like Alec Khan, but they may think eh, for what we're paying, we'll leave him open. If somebody grabs him, we get him off the books, and we can go get another young keeper. Blues did that with Tarasenko this year, exactly, or two years or whatever it was. Um, so, but you're not going to what what usually happens with these expansion drafts is you get a couple of players that that feature in the team. I'm mm-hmm. not you're not going to get your MLS All Star from your expansion draft. You'll get a, a, a serviceable player. You'll get a couple of depth players or maybe just a, a good workman-like player. You also get trade value in this. And people were making fun of it. So if, if you're going to watch the expansion draft, that's fine. Um, I'm going to be watching it on my phone. I'm not going to like make a big day of it. But there's only one team picking. It's not like we're going to wait and see who the other team takes because that changes who we can take in the next round. It's not like Garber's going to walk up like Batman and get booed and, you know, we have a trade to announce. But then some people are saying, well, why do they do the three minutes in between? Why doesn't St. Louis just say, here's the five players we want? Here's why that happens. Because even though you can't technically trade during that period, say we take a guy from Philadelphia. Say we take a defender that they put on their list, but they really didn't want to lose, but they gambled and we took him. Philadelphia may then look at the rest of the board and say, Hey, if you take that guy from Nashville, we've got an international spot for you, or we've got right. gam for you. Right. So there, there are deals worked out within those three minutes. And that, that why, that's why they don't and just that's say, a, Here's that's the, an ending sport though, yeah. too. Cause it happens in the NHL. Right. It happened, you know, it, it, you, okay, let's protect somebody. Yeah. Or let me give you so and so, so you avoid us. Austin are not on the expansion list. They're a new team. We can't pick any right. of their players. Let's say we really wanted when he was with them, Aiden Stanley. Right. Well, we can't go just say we're going to take Aiden Stanley. Right. But we can say to Austin, who do you like on this list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get him, and we'll just do a swap yeah. in a bit. Yeah. Yep. You know that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. there's not official trades, but. There's a lot of trades. It's 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 side games that the new team gets to play. Yeah, it's, and also you might get a guy, just say Tarasenko for example, because you know he's got value. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want him. You don't think he fits into your system, but you say, you know what, we can pick him up, and then we can loan, we can trade him for two other players. Right, it's like when Racing Louisville picked um, Tobin Heath. Yes, yeah, they knew she wasn't. She was gonna play never going to play, and she should have done because it's exactly. a great stadium, and she's. Daft, but well, she should have done. Well, well not now. <laughs> so, <laughs> In hindsight, twenty twenty now. I, I don't even want to get into that. So, so yes, Carnell, O'Connor out. Carnell and Lewis are. Uh, oh, did you see what they did? Yeah, On the this birthdays. T- yeah. <laughs> oh my God, James the birthdays. Ga- gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. That Italian gotta go. Happy Happy birthday, James. Gotta go. Uh, Quality. All right, stop it. So, <laughs> back to the expansion draft. So. Yes, Carnell and Lutz and the whole coaching staff, Hackworth, they've been watching all of the MLS games this year. And I know they have a list of guys who they think are perfect fits. There's got to be five Germans in the league. <laughs> and, the, and, they, and they may pick. Definitely no Latinos. But, but just be aware, you're not going to pick five starters from the expansion no, draft. No, no. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. No, but if you might, saying you can't you get might, one. But you if, might get a, a position that you know yeah. you're going to supply a weaker player with because it's offset by a strike. These are like, players that other teams have left unprotected for a reason. Well, to an mostly, extent. Mostly. To an extent, because if, if I remember correctly, you could only protect X amount of players, too. Right. 
Right. So so it was a situation where oh you're not getting garbage. Yeah. There is actual serviceable players. For the most engaged. part, the teams are protecting their starters. Right. Well, their stars. The stars. Yeah. The producers. You're like I said, you might get the the holding center who right. doesn't really contribute, but he's a no, defensive stalwart. I'm not, I'm not stalwart. saying you can't get value. Right. I'm just saying don't expect a big name. Yeah. Yes. Gareth yes. Bale is now. not coming to say right. Right. <laughs> right. So now, but you know what? Someone like someone like Matt Polster. Yeah. Someone like that. They're, that caliber type player. When you see the lists released on Thursday, which we might talk online a little bit more once we know, there will be a few surprises that oh, are absolutely. left unprotected. And we might grab one of those, and that could be great. But as soon as that expansion draft is over, then the free agency window opens, and that's where you're going to see some deals. You're going to see not only guys who are free agents now, but you're going to see guys who are on the last year of their contract, and maybe the team isn't wanting to pony up, and they want to get something for him for that one year. I mean, so that's when you're really going to see the roster start to fill out. So... Yes, we're going to take some players in the expansion draft. Don't get attached to any of them because, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if three or four of them get moved the next day. Yeah. So that's all I want to say about the Very expansion common. draft. So um, the other thing I want to mention is we, today, actually, uh, debuted a new show on the Luligan Podcast we Network. We did. And it's a fun show. It's the wannabe fans. Not only fans. Not only fans. Wannabe fans. Wannabe fans. Um, this is our friend Christina and her friend Anna Maria. Anna Maria? Or Anna Maria. Anna Maria. I know, I keep doing it too. <laughs> um, Anna Maria has never watched soccer in her life. Um, she was gone to one game, had a great time, and now wants to get involved. Christina has been around for several years with the Lilligans. But she will be the first to admit she's not a soccer expert. No, she not at enjoys all. going to the games and. She, you know, has a good time. And so Christina is sorting, helping Anna Maria. Find her way. She's, she's being the Sherpa. Learn more about soccer. Yes. But Christina is the first to admit she's not an expert either. So this show is great, not only for people like me who think it's fun to hear the crazy answers that they come up with. <laughs> yeah, what was, there, uh, when she was given the terms, there was a really funny answer. Yeah, the pitch. Pitch, she, that's what it was. She the, thought that's when the goalie caught the ball and threw it back out onto the field. <laughs> that's the pitch. So, but put yourself in a position of somebody who knows absolutely nothing about the sport. I thought it was funny, and I think... Not only is it funny for me, I want to do a show like that on cricket. Yeah, you should. You yeah, that would be great. But there's a lot of people in St. Louis, and we see them online because we see the dumb questions, and we have to remember we were all new once. Uh, it, the The classic one is always offside, right? Because there's so many people that have grown up with hockey, it's where different. it's it's yeah. different, and they immediately start applying the hockey version to it, right? And it's like, no, that's not yeah. it. It's there's not a blue line anywhere out there. Yeah. <laughs> the other part is, too, is that you always forget that it's got to be two players. Right. And the goalie counts as one yeah. of those players. But when the goalie's up. Exactly. That's Because yeah. we had that happen at FC once where yeah. we were, a lot of us were mad. And and our good friend Mark Gardner yeah. was like, no, that dude was back. Yeah. Speaking of, oh, yeah, I just got that. a text from Mr. Mark Gardner oh, yeah? this evening. What, what's up? Because, you know, he was supposed to come out here and do some work. Didn't happen. Bastard. He's probably doing the other kind. Yeah, he is. Both kinds. Well, he just fixed the stadium. 
So he was, you know, he, he, he said, Hey, I've got a job to do at your house. I think I need to get out there. I said, you are correct. So he's going to come out here tomorrow and do a little work, finish off my deck stuff for me. If I'm if, a happy man, if he doesn't show up, what number would you call to get a hold of him? I'd probably call somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would call 314-814-3897. So you can do that whether, you know, he forgot to come or if you just need to set up, you know, some service. Yeah. I mean, he's a Both busy kinds. man. He's a busy man. He's yes. reffing a lot of games, taking his kids his to kids soccer games. His kids are reffing games. His kids are freaking amazing, evidently. Yeah. Like, their their youth teams are killing it. But, the, they're the messy of refs. Yeah. <laughs> But they, but Mark, they're cheating on their taxes. <laughs> At least it's not the Ronaldos. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Mark is, you know, he still has time to do the quality work that you come to expect from your electric. There you go. Three one four eight one four three eight nine seven. That's your product placement for the night. Uh, but anyway, one back to one of you fans. We know there's a lot of new fans in St. Louis. Uh, they're excited about the new team coming. They dropped two episodes today, too. Dude. They already had two in the in the box ready to go. They're going to pass us by next week. <laughs> but if you're a brand new fan to the game, and maybe some of the things we talk about that we take for granted that people know, or the other shows like you know Flyover Footy or Floodplain uh, SC Soccer Report, it's funny they're they're all very technical, right? This is the most not technical, but even still, and that's what makes it good. <laughs> but even still, you might be a little intimidated. I guarantee you listen to Christina and Anna Maria, you will not be intimidated. You can get in on the ground floor and learn about soccer with them. Um, their second episode, they went through a little, like a BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz to pick <laughs> Anna Maria's team. Actually, they went through. Well, two, because. But, uh, we won't. We won't, we won't I, don't uh, spoil it. You have to listen. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because, I mean. This is what new fans do. And, and then we were talking today, and they're like, well, who's your team? You're like, yeah. you know, it's it's that learning experience of, you know, how did this happen? What's going on? And if you listen to it, I think they're going to go to Amsterdam this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. listen to the show, then go see them at Amsterdam and, you know, either either tell them you love the show or make fun of them because they don't know simple things. If you can't, if, <laughs> if you don't know who they are, and especially with Christina being a little bit on the shorter side, you yeah. can usually find Jeff's beard. Yeah. That's usually a point of reference. So, listen to Wannabe Fans. It's a it's a good new show. And in addition to that, our friends at uh, Show Up Make Noise dropped a new episode this week. This is a banner week for the Lilligan Podcast It's network. almost like something's happening next week where we all yes. wanted to get in. And also, I do want to mention the, the roster rules. It's a damn disaster. There's no way you can learn it all. But if you're interested, uh, Flyover Footy and Matt Baker did a good episode with him and Phil where they kind of hit the basics of the MLS roster rules. They explain TAM. They explain GAM. Um, they ex I don't believe it. Well, Nobody can actually explain TAM and GAM. First of all, the it's, rules have already changed since they described that. It's just a rabbit hole I don't want to go to. No, no but, it, if, but if you're interested, I mean, like, there were legitimate people questioning on Facebook the other day. I don't understand. What do you mean we gave away GAM for an international roster spot? How does that work? That is a good show for you. If you're into that and you want to know, you want to try to figure it out, go listen to Flyover Footy. And bonus is, I don't have to explain it. <laughs> um, I know the I can't. I know the basics of it, but like I said, they change the rules. I they, don't want to explain it. I don't want to <laughs> learn. It, it hurts your head. Um, but it does. it does become important when you're trying to figure out 
can I sign that guy? You know, we've just now acquired two more international spots. So Which that, is good because there's a lot of Europeans that need jobs. Evidently, that's all that's wants to do is sign Europeans. Um, but if you're going to sign them, you need those spots. So that's how you do it. All right. Let's talk about the World Cup. Mm-hmm. First big news today that U.S. men's national team roster dropped. Two St. Louisans. We've got Josh Sargent and Tim Ream made they're, the squad. They're, they're always from St. Louis when they do good things, aren't they? <laughs> Are you going to say O'Fallon? O'Fallon? Yeah. When, when, when they don't get picked for teams, they're, oh, O'Fallon native. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's how Saint it works. St. Charles native. Yeah. <laughs> you know how this goes. Yeah. Part of the- it's the Andy Murray rule. Yeah, Scotland's Scotland's Andy Murray was two sets down, but Britain's Andy Murray came back and won three sets to two. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, but it is cool. And, you know, it's made me rethink it. I wasn't going to buy a U.S. jersey because I think they're garbage. I think they're garbage this year. Not not the team, the jerseys. Um, But, you know, I might buy a St. Louis one. I bought my Brad Davis one the last time we were in the World Cup 60 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But... I don't know. I might, but I do like that Denmark kit. The, the blue ones are right. The the, the blue ones are yeah, right. The white ones, one, right. the white ones, gash. But the, the white one just right. the white one kind of looks like the the full ninety jerseys. Well, the thing the they thing, say it's supposed to look like an American football jersey. That was the inspiration I heard. Whatever. The thing is, the bomb pop jersey. Yeah. I thought was turgidly crap. I still don't like it. But when. John Brooks scored that winner yeah. against Ghana, yeah. and he wheels away celebrate. The the shirt became iconic. Yes, it, it changed. If 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 the US right. beat England in that jersey, You're right. that jersey will become iconic. Strictly on jersey speaking performance, the best United States jersey we've had in the last twenty five years is the Waldo jersey. Yeah, the Waldo jersey should be our home kit. And again, that, that's the other thing too. We've had so many good. With the Centennial Crest. Centennial with the Crest. the Centennial yeah. Crest. But the Centennial jersey with the red one with the blue stripe, that was a good kit too. Yeah, the, the red one with the blue stripe, yeah. the third jersey. The sash. Yeah. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. Yes. Quality jersey. But again, there's so many of these and they keep going back to garbage. Yeah. Well. Hate it. That's but, what teams do. So be alert when they drop the St. Louis City kit. It could be hot garbage. Anyway. All right. I think you had something planned for the World Cup, didn't you, Matt? All right. Yes, so... So he got a whole bunch of uh, migrant workers <laughs> and took away <laughs> and their passports. <laughs> I'm charging them for their room and board. Yes. <laughs> With the history of England. First of all... Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say... Maybe we should do this. First of all, listen to World Corrupt by yes. Men in Blazers and uh, Pod Save the World. It, we are vehemently against having the World Cup in Qatar... Mm-hmm. Not only did they have to move it to the winter time because it's 187 degrees in the summertime, they've killed a countless number of migrant workers building Estimated these stadiums. Estimated 5,000. Their horrible human rights record when it comes to LGBTQ people. Just everybody. Just Well, yeah. Across the board, it's trash. They should have never gotten the World Cup. And the only reason they did is they gave lots of money. Sepp Blatter even said today. It was all about the money. Oh, he's, so, but he's trying to re- rehab, his, rehab yeah. his character. Right. It's it's disgusting. Um, but we're going to watch because we love our teams. Yep. But fuck Qatar. And, and yeah, but luckily for you guys, you only have to watch three games. <laughs> <laughs> also, if, if you're an American making the trip <laughs> to Qatar... Good. Be safe. Those people are fucking nuts. And if if you hold hands with a same-sex partner, 
they could they could take your hand, throw you in jail, or yeah, chop lashes, your hand off. Man. So the the World Cup should have never been there. Yeah, have beer. It's well, just you, you say you say you say the country shit. You're in jail. Yeah. You well, know, what was it? There was a there was an article online with a, a journalist that had covered it. Uh, when they had like some sort of tournament there, yeah. Recent, uh, recently, they do the Confederations Cup or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and before it, right, it's kind of a whole yeah. lead up. And he said when he checked into the hotel, the the concierge says, "Oh, you're British or American or whatever you are. Would you like a library? Uh, would you like a library pass?" And he's like, "What?" And he goes, "Would you like a library card so you can go to the library?" He's like, "What are you talking about? We have a library here." You might want to go visit it. Would you like a library card? Just in case. And so he said, okay. So he goes up, checks in. It's the com- bar. It's the bar. Yep. Yeah. It was the hidden bar. Well, and, and they've also, they've walked it back a little bit, but Qatar has put out things saying, you, thou shalt not criticize. You will, we will remove your press passes if you mention our human mm-hmm. rights abuses. Like, mm-hmm. It's a whitewash. It's a sports, sports wash. Um, but anyway. Let's do your fun Let's thing. Let's do something fun. <laughs> All right. So we have three packs of Panini stickers. For those that don't know. Explain Panini. Panini, Panini. Every I grew up every English football season getting a Panini album, um, getting Panini stickers, and you, you fill up, try and fill up your book, and you take your excess stickers that you've got duplicates of to school, and you try and swap them with your mates. The stickers are of players. Yeah, yeah. players, badges, teams, Ameri- stadiums. In America, think baseball cards or football cards. Yes. And yeah. they, they start bringing them out for Euros and World Cups. And anyway, Panini stickers. We have got three packs of these stickers here. One pack of five stickers. And if you want to play, you can buy them at Walgreens. Uh, or you can get them on Amazon. There you mm-hmm. go. You get packs of fifty yeah. packs on Amazon, and uh, that's what. You and usually, World Cups, you do have friends showing up on social media saying, "Hey, anybody?" We had a Facebook group. Any, the last yeah, time anybody want to get together and trade trade stickers? So, anyway, we got three packs. Mitch is going to dole out one pack to me, one pack to Brad, and the one he he gets left is his pack. And Brad has a pack. He's going to open his. What he's going to do? Brad is going to open his pack. And he's going to tell me and Mitch who he's got, and we're going to pick the most random player from the most random country. And Brad has to, on the next episode of This Is Silly, is tell us how that guy did in the World Cup. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got here. First up, we got, I'm trying to see what country this is. My eyes aren't that good. Um, Portugal number seven. <laughs> it's, it's number three, Adam Messina. Can't, what's M-A-R? Morocco. Okay. Is that Morocco? Maybe Morocco. Okay, Adam Messina. Morocco. Never heard of him. That's pretty random. Um, next one is Tahan Buchanan. He's playing for Canada. He's probably in the expansion draft. I've got. Yeah, might be. <laughs> I've got Dennis Zakaria from Switzerland. Oh, I got the Switzerland team card. Ooh. And uh, Al. Oh. I, I, Adam Messina plays for uh, uh, Udinese in the Serie A. There we go. And it is Morocco. Um, and then my last one is, I might I might need to phone a friend on this one. Al Ireza Jahanabakash. Yep, that's the one that's I'm the, picking. That's the one. Iran. Plays for Iran. He plays for Iran. He's your This is this is the guy. Do not get a Tim Ream St. Louis. You, the, I have you, to get this guy's jersey. Iran. I'm not getting an Iran jersey. I'm Iran. just not. Al bin Messina. 
so this is my guy <laughs> for the World guy, Cup. The I World gotta Cup. follow him. Right, I gotta report open. back on him. Okay. All right, Bird. All right, here we go. This is isn't, he, isn't Iran in our group? Or is it U.S., England, Qatar, Wales? Uh, Who's Iran got? It's not. It's not. Iran's not in our group. All right. Oh, this is one for looks. I've got a German. <laughs> not him. No. Is he looking good, Nongan? <laughs> Sasa Lukic. Serbia. Okay. Oh, here we go. Sofyan Amrabat. Also of Morocco. He looks like a goalkeeper. Matty Cash. The English guy from who plays for Poland. Matty Cash. <laughs> oh, and Nuno Mendes. I got lucky there. That's Portugal. Oh, yeah, he's... I know that one. Yeah, so yeah. I've got Sasalukic of Serbia, Sofyan Amrabat of Morocco, and Matty Cash of Poland. I'm going with the Serbian, yeah, just in case Sierra comes let's, back on the pod. Let's give him the Serbian. Yep, you get the Serbian. All right, so I get Ivan Mirkovic. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Iran is in the group with England and Wales. And us. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, that's what okay. I'm saying. Yeah. All right. I'm not rooting against the United States just so this guy can get have a good day in fantasy. Oh no, no, it, it doesn't. You're not okay. supporting. Just I'm just reporting. Yeah, yeah. Him. All right. You want own goals? Yes, that'd be great. Okay, we've got oh uh, Harry Wilson from Wales. Okay. We've got Theo Hernandez from France. You can't have anybody from France. They're yeah. too good. Karu Mitoma from Japan. Him. <laughs> He's in the running. Ball. Oh, the, the team, the, the yeah. World Cup ball, and then I've got Hernan Galiendez from Ecuador. Uh, let's go with the Japanese. Japanese guy. Yeah, right. Ecuadorians could be good. Karu Mitoma, that's your guy. Karu Mitoma. Yep. All right. If you want to play along, get your uh, set of paninis and tell us who your who, who random your, who player your is. random fella is, or if you want us to pick from your pack, just let oh, us know. Oh yeah, that could be go. fun too. So there we go. and we might do like a little uh, a segment where. You don't. You tweet us with an update on your player. Yes, absolutely. So, if you want to play along, we invite you to do so. Um, I think we're going to do some questions. The only other thing I wanted to mention is again the tailgate. Uh, we want to see everybody there. It starts at four p.m. on Luligan Street, which is right next to Schlafly. Uh, some people call it Twenty First Street. I call it Luligan Street. Okay, we've got a few questions that the listeners would like your input on. Let's see. Okay. Um, first up, this is from the Rickster God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, member of Fleur Denoise, drummer extraordinaire. And this, uh, just so you know, this tweet is in all caps. Of course it is. How do you feel about the relationship between City and the Caps Locks key? Uh, <laughs> this is in relation to... Uh, City Park is all caps. Uh, whenever they spell out city, St. Louis City SC, the city is in all caps. They like to use the all caps. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts? I do catch myself cap- doing the all caps city yeah. because I find it a w- as a way to differentiate when I say St. Louis City as in the place. The city of St. Louis. Versus yeah. Yeah, the I team. S- I originally set up a Google alert for St. Louis City. Oh imagine, God! Imagine how that went. Murder. It's mostly shooting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't like it because I'm not a child. <laughs> I didn't but, say I liked it. I just but, said I use it for differentiation. I mean, if you want to get pedantic, I did 
chastise people for calling it ST Lewis. That's ST. that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> like know. I've accepted it because that. But it, I'm not going to do it. No, I I do it. I know. And when I tweet, I do it. I try to respect what they've set out. Uh, and then I do have fun with it. Sometimes I just capitalize things just because that's what they would do. Um, but that's why I do it, though, actually, because St. Louis FC wanted it spelled out St. Louis FC. And so I respected them, and I'm going to respect this team if that's the way they want to do it. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think it's ridiculous. I'm going to respect grammar. <laughs> that's also acceptable. Uh, so, Rick, I don't know how you feel about the caps. Like, I know a lot of people are I'm like, going to go with he doesn't like it knowing Rick. Well, yeah, and, and I know a lot of people don't, and I get that. So, uh, Florida Noise, this is not Rick, <laughs> even though Rick is a member of Florida Noise. Probably Sam probably, or Zach. Probably Sam or Zach. If it's in caps, it's Zach. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not in caps. Um, it, does it use grammar? <laughs> give us all the deets about this tailgate. Who's going to be there? What are we drinking? What is Mitch wearing? How many birds will be there? And what do now? Um, First off, what do now? What do now? Uh, I'm going with Zach. That was Zach that probably asked that. Who's going to be there? All of the official supporters groups of St. Louis City will be there. Um, again, in the future, we don't know what's going to happen. But for this one, dry run, we thought it'd be great if everybody was together. So we're talking Florida Noise, the the drum crew and the capos. Uh the thieves, which is our sort of charitable arm, uh, no nap ultras. That is the parents of young children. They're going to be there. The city punks will be there. Um, and the city punks, riot girls, their female brigade, our female brigade, the St. Lilligan ladies and the shoot boys, the city shoot boys, now, city shoot boys. Uh, and the, obviously the tailgate, uh, posse will be there too. So, all of the different supporters groups are there, will be there, but you do not have to be a member of a supporters group to come. Everybody is welcome. Uh, you can even hate the whole idea of supporters groups. If you just want to come have a Schlafly, please do. Yeah, quality uh, beer. And if you just want to meet some people and talk about soccer and get excited for, for not only the friendly on Wednesday, but also for the season. You want to meet some people? Maybe you bought tickets in the supporters section and you don't know anybody. Maybe I'll know something about Karu Matoma by then. <laughs> Maybe you want to come look at the New Jersey. They'll, they'll be there. So that's what's that's who's going to be there. What are we going to be drinking? Mostly Schlafly. Yes. Because uh, they'll be selling it right there on hand. Um, and what is Mitch wearing? Mitch, what are you going to wear? Um, that's a good question. Going to wear the Luligan jersey maybe? I don't know. But see, it's going to be cold. Be a little chilly. So, You're going to have to layer. Yeah, I, I will say I'm definitely going to be wearing jeans. Yeah. You got a nice uh, St. Louis City hoodie I saw the other day. I, the the St. Louis City hoodie is very tempting. Yeah, it's nice. I do know what shoes I'm probably wearing for wear those the, that are the, the shoe people. The Ultra Boost. They're going to wear the Ultra Boost, the there pink Ultra Boost. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, the City hoodie might go. The Lulgan jersey might go. I, With the weather, who knows? Game I, time decision. I will be wearing a hat. That is for certain because there's not a lot of protection from the sun up here. Likes his hats. And then Bird, how many birds will be there? Do, we don't know yet, I guess. I'm going to move heaven and earth for me to go. You and I'll definitely go. Yeah. Um, You're going to make Erica walk up and down oh, the, those stairs in I, the I, supporters I, You know, section? I bought four tickets. Yeah. Because you didn't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, she can just sit in the car and wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, handicap seating. She could get better. Yeah. I asked her if she could get a pass. <laughs> like, like a little tag. Yeah. And she's like, no. Like, <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, just the three of us, me, Alex, and you, and probably. There we and go. I do have a spare ticket. If I mean, I know, I know Paddy Hoolahan's trying to get the yeah. day off work. You know, there's probably a few people like me that bought extras. Just but I will they, say, if you go on StubHub or SeatGeek right now, I think the supporter section is up to 150 on the is resale. Is it Alex is not going then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think they're kind of the supporter section is definitely sold out of of from the event. It's only resale now. And the last I checked the other day, they were going for 150 Now, that's what somebody's asking. Yeah. I don't know if Whether somebody's not, paying. getting it, yeah. Um, that's cheeky. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's eh. cheeky. It, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Ellie wants to know, uh, yes, we're boycotting the World Cup except for the U.S. men's national team, but let's talk about Ream and Sargent. Yeah, we did. I, you know, great. Re- really happy for Tim Ream. Yeah. Every time mm-hmm. you think he's done, he... Finds a way to keep himself he's just, in the mix. He's yep. just solid. Yep. Just solid. Every just time. A, just a, a quality, quality journeyman pro. Yep. Obviously looks after himself, take care as it takes care of himself. He's uh, getting getting towards the end of that career, but he's still but every time you think he's done, he's still got he enough pops in the tank. up with another stellar season. Yep. And you know, to 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 still be effective in the Premier League. Yeah. You've you've got to have something about you, and in it, it would be crazy not to take advantage of that. Yep. I mean, he's probably the most experienced top flight player we've got. Yeah. Um, as for Sergeant, I'm I'm kind of torn on it because if, if he goes and he gets thrust in there, there's going to be pressure on him, especially if it, if he's if the US are in a, a, a must win situation and a last twenty minute roll of the dice, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. He he's doing well at Norwich. He seems to have. Found his level um, in the championship. He's scoring goals. His confidence is high. Yeah. I don't want this distraction. Honestly, his time will come. Yeah, his time will come. But you know, it's but it is. So you mentioned Rashford. Sometimes you bring a guy, a young guy. You don't expect him to get any playing time, but you want him to get in that atmosphere. You know what I mean? Remember when Svengar and Eriksson took Walcott? Yeah. He never played a game. Yeah. You know, I have no doubt. But so the next time when they go, they're not awed by the maybe. by the experience. Maybe. Maybe. maybe and, if you're, there. and if you're down and you need something off the bench, maybe he's the guy. I don't know. That's how legends are made. Yeah. But he, Sergeant's time will come. Yeah, I way. think so. And, and he's doing really well at Norwich right now. And I, I don't want this to be a an added pressure kettle for him he seems to have really found a a, a confidence and a home there in Norwich and he's doing good things and I'm kind of torn on it but yeah. obviously if he comes off the bench and scores a brace then then it's the right decision so yeah and obviously also you, you want to pick players who are who are full of confidence I mean really yeah and, and if he's riding high let's go but also how here's the thing as well I was thinking how many teams with aspirations of maybe the quarterfinals are taking players from Norwich? Are taking players from <laughs> well, New York Red Bull? I'm sorry, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it's a fair question. It is, but I think everybody going has the aspirations. Whether or not they're realistic is a different story. Well, England do. <laughs> Even anyway. Whether or not they're realistic. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Um, this one comes from Hannah. Can can she get a five minute Mitch Maurice rant about the blues? Fuck. Are we really, we really going to do this? Can we really only five minutes? 
Well, Claude said he could give you five to seven on uh, how Clapton made a career of ripping off great black artists, and then he realized, oh, you're not talking about those kind of blues. Well, and Clapton's a racist. <laughs> well, that's the other part, too. Claude, Claude didn't mention that. Oh, okay, because I can go on a five, gonna, ten minute rant on that I was leave that, that out. But oh, I wasn't. Okay. Fuck no. I, yeah, I could go on it. Zeppelin stole from the black. I, I, yes, we can do that all day long. But anyway, I'm going to make this short and simple. Okay, please do. Big contracts to shitty guys. End of story. Oh, wow. That's that's it. And that it wasn't it. as vitriolic as I expected. No, it's anger. It is well, pure yeah. anger. But was it worth it? You won the cup. Uh, but you, yes. I mean. Yes. That's yes. the nature of your sports. That's the price. Yeah. It is. But it is also. I wasn't a season, well, I wasn't a season ticket holder then. But, so now. <laughs> but but just imagine. Shit. Just imagine. 45 years from now, they're going to win the cup again. <laughs> you know, four years. Four this is years. this is why I took out a life insurance policy on Brad. Nice. You know, forty years ago there was a New York Jets fan going, "We'll, go, we'll win it again." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Detroit exactly. Lions fan going, "We'll win it. We'll win it again." Yeah. Uh, Cubs well, fan in nineteen seventeen. Hey, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah, it that's is. what I was just gonna say. What do you always say, Matt? It's yep. the hope that kills yep. you. Um, Doug this, Armstrong should never write contracts. <laughs> this one's from Stuart Hulkren. Uh, expectations for the expansion draft. He mentioned Alec Khan. Uh, is that the Tommy kind of- Barlow? <laughs> I'd like a Tommy Barlow. I'd take I love, Tommy Barlow. I love when Bird just yells something. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Cassian Jr. <laughs> Wait, what's my guy's name again? Is he available in these? We're the Canadian fella. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean honestly, you don't know. First of all, we have to wait till Thursday to see who's even available. Uh, I might peruse it, but you know what? There are people who know this league much better than I do. I'm going to look at a lot of this expansion draft and not have any idea who some of these kids are. Um, but there will be, like I said, every year there's one or two surprise. You know, oh, I, they left him unprotected. And then you wonder, do they know he's got a bad knee injury and they're not telling us? Or, you know, So I, I'm excited. I, I, I poo-pooed the expansion draft. I don't mean it that way. I am going to be excited to see who we pick and then see what we do with those picks. I mean, we could pick five no marks that you've never heard of. Well, right. You can sign four guys that you like. What if we sign Dax McCarty? Yeah, I mean. Some, some, Nashville could leave him unprotected. You and, don't know. Well, and honestly, Bradley Carnell has been watching this league for years. And yep. we know he's picked up a couple of Red Bull guys already mm-hmm. that you know were in his system. But he may have his eye on a player that would just be perfect in his system. That nobody knows about and he may pick a guy and i may say on friday what a fucking waste of a pick <laughs> and then he becomes lewis hilton you know what i mean yeah. like yeah there will be a guy that that maybe our coaches know about and want mm-hmm. so we just have to see how it plans got billy plan- bean it man <laughs> but also you don't know you, i mean you just don't know until you see what happens so I'm I'm not going to be overly excited about the expansion draft, but I'm not going to be overly critical. But, it, but also, it's a new thing for us. It's a new yeah. experience. We've never been through this before. So well, and that's the other thing. Then after that, you get you come to the super draft, the so-called super draft, which I believe we go last in the super draft because you know the the expansion teams get a lot of bonuses. We get extra TAM and we get all that shit. So I think they put us at the end of the super draft, but you don't know with that either because. A lot of those super draft picks end up going and playing reserve USL. league or USL, um, 
very few are ready to step in and start right away. It is probably the most worthless draft in professional sports in America. But then you do get a guy occasionally like who Ma. is ready. Yeah. Jack Ma is doing yeah. business. So, again, well, Ty- I'm not going to get... Tyler David went in the second round, man. Right. And, you know? You never know. And, I mean, there's been guys that have gone much higher that never pan out. Correct. So I'm not again. I'm not going to get overly concerned. I'm more interested in the free agents we see. Absolutely. So that's, but that's when, football. But that's where you'll see some proven talent. Uh, Probably German. Our friend PT the Islander uh, Ryan. <laughs> Any city fans going? Are city fans going to be the BFIBs of MLS? God, it's it, already starting to feel like it. If sometimes, you, if you look at some of the Facebook groups, like people were going nuts this week about people complaining. Guys, it's part of sports. I don't know if you've ever listened to a you, mor- morning sports show. Like, all it is is complaint. Like, if you love your team and they do something you don't like, you have the right to complain. Yeah, there's a... And it's a, not even really complaining. It's just saying, I didn't like that. There's an English phone-in show on BBC Radio 5 Live after every game on Saturday. It's called 606. Mm-hmm. And it's just... An hour and a half of various regional accents in England of people calling <laughs> in going, it's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> you know I've listened to it. Well, it's, it's, that's it's, basically it. I, I, I will I say love? it's totally entertaining for me as an but American, I but love, that's what it is. I love Arsenal TV. They just get a microphone and they go outside after the game. What'd you think? Mm-hmm. You should sack him immediately. <laughs> like Everybody's just but going th- off. What do you think What do you think Monday mornings on f- 590 were exactly. after a Rams game? Exactly. And so, so do you remember did you But the whole you're not allowed to complain because we're the best fans in soccer. That's bullshit. It's the the people you've talked about it like on every other show. Your dad, your father-in-law is the best baseball fan in the world. Goes to one game a year. Yep. Like he'll st- these people in these Facebook groups who are saying, you have to be positive. You have to be positive. Fuck that. You don't have to be positive. You can, you can be whatever kind of fan you want to be. Like, I'm not saying you should be overly critical about no, but, everything. But, 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 but the thing is, right, we sat here. I was super invested in St. Louis FC. Yeah. That was my team, thick and thin, lived and died by the results. We had to sit here. And say Dale Schiller had to be sacked. Yeah. And it sucked. But sometimes you have to, you can't be Mr. Bootlicker. Yeah. You can't have to be Mr. Sycophant. And, all and the time. when I hear best fans in baseball, that's what I think. Yeah. I think the bootlickers. Yes. Like, oh, we're the best. We're the greatest. And even if the Cardinals are on a 10 game slide, we're still the best team ever. Yeah. No, you're allowed to say your team fucked up. You're yeah. allowed to say, I didn't like that decision. Whoever they draft on Friday, there's going to be somebody who thinks that was a garbage pick. They wasted it. They should have picked player X. And if he posts that in a Facebook fan group, guess what? He's entitled to do that. Yeah. And people can argue about it. But you can't be a, the number one fan in the world and think everything they do is right. It's just not possible. But, so, you, can, you, can, but you can have a discussion. You can have an argument. You're an Arsenal fan. What do you think of Kroenke? Yeah, I fucking hate him. You're a Newcastle <laughs> fan. What did you think of Ashley? Fuck him. You yeah. want to know what I think of the Glazers? Right. It's, it's okay to support your team and still criticize elements of said team. It's right. totally okay. And you best get used to it because 99% of football teams are Sunderland. And also, my, my argument would be, who's a better fan? The one who sees something wrong and wants it to change 
are the one that blinds himself to obvious problems. Now, we haven't even gotten into the games yet. There's nothing to complain about. But, like, somebody didn't like the fact that they had a blind kit release. Somebody didn't like the fact that they're charging too much for this friendly. Fine. That's what Facebook groups exist for. But I also think there's people that do complain just for the sake of complaining. Sure there are. You know, there'll be, there'll be guys like... <sighs> We but I'm be, not going to say know, you, you can't, can't complain. You can't, I can but say, you can't. But you can't bitch about Thomas Ostrak if you've never seen him play. But but you can't hope for the best about a guy you've never seen. Play. But if there's a guy that that bitches about, and we know these people, you can say, you know what, you're you're full of shit. You you bitch about everything. Like that's fine. You can have those discussions, and that's what these Facebook groups are for. If somebody wants to post, you know what, I think they charge too damn much for this friendly because. I paid $75 in fees. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make him a bad fan. And that doesn't mean he's just bitching to bitch. He's saying, you know what? I would have had a much better time if I didn't have to pay $75 in fees. And but, but that's a legitimate... You didn't, yeah. because I didn't... I no. Mean, I paid $7 a fee per time. But, but he can say, I didn't like that. I don't have a problem with that. No, but... Yeah, I, 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 know, but, I know what you're going Yeah. I know what you're saying, um, but also, at the end of the day, no one's holding a gun to your head to yeah. support this team. Mm-hmm. But, but look, you know, we talk about the jerseys. I am, it, it's a 99% certainty I'm going to eventually buy the yep. first kit. Same here. I may not like it. I may think it's a stupid jersey. I may bitch about it. Still going to buy it. I still love my team. I still support my team. But I can say... I didn't like it. There was there was F- FC jersey. I've not the night of the yeah. night the night of the fucking unveiling. You said it looked like a minor league, and, and, an indoor league team. And Jeremy said, "What do you think of the jersey?" He was so excited about. it. I was yeah. like, "I fucking hate it. Like, <laughs> it's and, awful." And you know what I mean? Like, but that's okay. Jeremy didn't say you're not allowed to say that. You're not a good fan because you don't. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I. Uh, but the, the the last one we had the the blue and green yeah yeah with the flirtily, I thought yeah, that was the best one. Mickey Mouse I thought oh, that was I Mickey liked Mouse it. really I, I thought that was, that was my favorite one. I liked the away jersey the all white with the the flirtily, that that's one. what I was thinking I liked about. that yeah, one yeah. but yeah. I didn't like the sh- the, the, hoopy. the hoops one yeah. I thought that was Mickey Mouse I liked the hoop one but also I mean Mitch and I talked about it it's like they could release a jersey whatever it is on the sixteenth the day of the friendly and Mitch and I best friends in the world could both look at that jersey and have an immediate opposite reaction. I could say I love it. He could say he hates it. You know what? I mean? That's part of yeah. that's yeah. part of it. And then you go on message boards and you complain about it or you argue argue with yeah. the guy who's complaining about it. If you say there's no room for dissent or you're not a good fan, don't do that. Don't be that fan. Mm-hmm. And and that to me is the best fans in baseball bullshit yeah. that I don't want in the stadium. I mean, those kind of people are just as bad as the people that are always miserable. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, yeah. It, it, it's if you are a polar end to something, you're in the wrong. Yeah. Uh, Chris uh, Dolomire wants to know: Will Caleb be taping off your sections at the or your spots at the back of the section? No, uh, we don't have that poll because I did want three green spray painted spots, and they said no. Um, but what I'm hoping for is that. Caleb or someone at the stadium reserves a section for the people marching. We're working on it. Because it would be a shame if we marched in there together and then we had to split out and sit two here and four there. And you know what I mean? 
Like they have to have a spot to go when they get there. Yeah. So we're working on it. Um, what a point. That, that'll all come with time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. As pe- people will figure all that out. Yeah. What a pint. Any truth to the rumor that I'm completely making up now that the switch from Centene to City Park has paved the way for the club to switch from Pepsi to Coke? No. Absolutely 100% false. Mitch is a Pepsi guy. You know, I'm actually kind of surprised that the stadium's Pepsi. And I was Coke. too, actually, because Coke is such a stranglehold yeah. on stadiums. I'm, I'm shocked by that. I, I was too, but you know what? Um, I'm happy. As long as it's a, a Zwickle slash Bruligans slash... <laughs> uh, uh, pale ale, you know, stadium. That's what I care about. Yep. $14 a pop. It's yeah. well, you know, it's better than only Michelob Ultra for $14 yes. a pop. Yes. Like slew. Uh, last one. This is going to be Pat Ryan. What do you think will be something uniquely St. Louis on game day with so much hype on the city flavor? To me, there's a huge focus on food and beverage experience. Uh, is St. Louis, the melting pot, a real experience? I think they're going to try to like incorporate a lot of the different cultures from the city into it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I did an interview with a guy who was working on a, on a school project and he was, you know, interviewing some St. Louis city fans, getting their perspective. And he asked me what I was most excited for with this team. And my honest answer was I'm excited to see how the city embraces it. And what I mean by that is I know the Luligans and the other supporters groups are going to buy in, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a given, but I want to see how the team does reaching out to the different groups and the different kinds of fans. And if they can make 22,000 people chant Mm -hmm. and sing and, and buy in and keep coming back. And, you know, I don't want it to be, you know, your father-in-law who says, oh, I buy one ticket a year and I go and it's a nice time and I, mm-hmm. I, I clap a little bit and then I go home. I want people to want to come back to these games. I want people to be, and I know it's going to be that way for the first year because they've sold, you know, 18,000 season tickets or whatever the number is. But like you said, the shiny and new wears off in three years, maybe season ticket retentions down to half. Are those half really bought in? Do they live and die with the team? And and I don't mean, you know, like you said, my whole week is shit if they lose. But I mean, really look forward to going to the games and taking their kids or taking their best friends or, you know, whatever. I want to see how this team, not only with the soccer on the field, but by by their actions reaching out to the communities, whether that's food and drink or, or whatever, I want to see how it all comes together. Because that, to me, will be what determines the success of this team. What I I will say, following on from that, I went went away with Eric last week, and we went with three other couples. Eric had a conference. um, Uh, Medical junket. Yeah, it was. was. I I had to pay for my flight. Oh, okay. And there was was three other tag-alongs with their better halves. And one of them was... Was it a swinger thing? No. No. Okay. Um... Swinging off scooters. <laughs> um, and one of the guys, um, St. Louis City, born and raised. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, grow, he doesn't know jack about soccer. Yeah. He doesn't know dick. But we got to talking. And he said, look, you know, I'm from the north side of St. Louis, from the city. 
And when they named the team St. Louis City, he said, I was so happy. Yeah. Because we are constantly shit on. Yeah. We are constantly looked upon as the, this black black sheep of the area. and Murder you, capital of the United yeah, the States. Whole yeah. He's like, <laughs> and they named the team that. Now he did, I, and I had to explain. Well, actually, it's a common soccer name, yeah, but he didn't right. know. That. He said, "I didn't. I don't know that. Yeah. I see the team is named for the city that that is constantly shit on, and he's he, and, he, he's sold. And he that was a very smart, intentional move by the ownership. I think. I mean, that was what they were hoping for. And all capitals. The fact that and all capitals, but the fact that it is working for, on some people. But but while whilst there are some that think it's a, a Euro snob name yeah. or. That he doesn't know anything about soccer, yeah. but he liked it. He liked it, and 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 it meant something to him. Yeah, it meant something to him. And I, I mean, and I'm not going to say that's everybody because I've heard from people who are like, "Why isn't it called the Bears or the Tigers or something?" You know, I get that too. But I think they're trying to do some big things. But I mean, it was it was the first time I'd spoken to someone who had no background in the yeah. sport whatsoever talk to them about the, the the team and he he was so happy is he gonna come to a game does he want to come to a game if i can get him a ticket yeah, yeah. He, he'd have been coming on wednesday yeah. had he not have another thing going on because i said there's a game on wednesday yeah. let's go and i i do think the team we still don't know how it's going to work but they have reserved some single game tickets and i i hope they do some fun things with that reach out to different groups and mm-hmm. and get those people involved because it's going to have to be more than just the season ticket holders. It's going to have to be, you know, the community at large. And, and I want, you know, I mean, Kavanaugh used to preach about it with St. Louis FC. We want to make it the hottest ticket in town. You know, you want people, if somebody at work says, for example, hey, Brad, I got, you know, three Cardinals tickets for this weekend. Do you want to go? Yeah, because I don't care. You know what I mean? But, but because I, there's, there's always another game. No, I know. Week. But I, you want people to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really want to go. And football was a little better because there was only, you know, eight games a year or whatever it was. Um, baseball, I get there's 90 games. or And hockey, there's a lot of games. But, but I, I wouldn't turn down hockey tickets. I'll turn down baseball tickets. I want it to be a hot ticket where if somebody says, hey, I've got tickets, you've got seven people in your DMs. Hey, can I get them? Can I go? You but know. but just as much as I talk about what happens if we go on a seven game yeah. slide, it's going to be, you know, people going to be jumping off a cliff. If we win our first three home games, yeah, we will become the hottest ticket in town. Yeah, we we if we, and it doesn't even matter what the away the away games do. If we win the first three home games, yeah. we'll be winning at home, and it will be a hot ticket. Well, and look at and, the and winning solves everything. And it goes back to what I've always said since the beginning of the construction of the stadium. All that is immaterial. Steve Hot Dog's great, whatever. Immaterial. <laughs> Results on the yeah. pitch are paramount. That's all that matters. Yeah. And and the atmosphere. If people have a good time when they're mm-hmm. there. Winning which solves everything. Again, we can talk about the Battlehawks. They're coming back. But people enjoyed themselves at those Battlehawks games. Because they won, though. And they won. So when he's coming back, people are excited. So I don't know. That's all I got for tonight. I, I'm excited. I hope to see you all Wednesday. And uh, I you realize know. this podcast is longer than like two or three of our normal ones put well, together. Break it up into four episodes. It takes that long to say Aurora Mitoma <laughs> and Al Jahera Bahama Hera. We had a lot of stuff to catch up on, so don't listen to it all in one go. Separate it. Like 
you know. Dole it out in small doses. Yeah, you just have to finish it by next Wednesday. It's, yeah. You've got a week. <laughs> so. That's all you need to do. Finish it by next Wednesday. Welcome, guys. It's time.